to Grown Sexy, one platform that gives you all the secrets. From beauty hacks to wellness tips to all of my favorite product recommendations. And I'm bringing you along for the ride. On this episode today, we have such a special treat for you guys. It's a returning podcast guest. She's been featured twice already on Grown Sexy. One episode is Getting Over Addictions featuring Katie, and the other episode is Healing from a Broken Engagement featuring Katie. Katie's back, guys. You loved her. You you loved the content she provided. You loved her tips and tricks, so I brought her back for a two-part episode. Um, this will be part one, and we are just going to dive into toxic relationships, how to heal from them, red flags, um, how to measure toxicity, resources to help you out if you're in one. I think being grown sexy, you know, you can't love yourself. If you don't love yourself, you can't be in a loving relationship. And so me and Katie are just going to dive into what loving yourself looks like to determine if you're in a loving relationship or not. Obviously, me and Katie are speaking from our experiences, from our perspectives, and from our beliefs. So take what we say with a grain of salt. If something registers with you and you resonate with it, go for it, boo, apply it, write down what we say. But if you disagree with our values or our perspectives or our definition of what toxicity looks like in a relationship, definitely take it with a grain of salt. This is definitely um, for your entertainment and for us to maybe provide some value. First off, I did want to say If you listen to this podcast and you love it, make sure you screenshot it and tag me on Instagram, Grown Sexy Brand. I would love to know that you listened to this podcast and benefited from it. Also, I'm loving talking to you guys on Snapchat recently. The cool thing about the Grown Sexy Brand Snapchat is I can see what you guys are screenshotting so I can continue to give you more product recommendations like that. Lately on Snapchat, I've been talking about ingredients that keep me fuller for longer on my, in my smoothies. I've been talking about meal prepping, and we've been talking about um, this Restore and Strengthen shampoo I've been loving recently. Thanks for screenshotting stuff on my Snapchat stories. It lets me know to keep giving you guys what you want. Also, thank you so much for taking out the time to rate this podcast because it helps push my podcast out to others so we can continue to grow the Grown Sexy community. If you have not yet rated or commented on this podcast, please, even if it's a one star, rate it and drop me a comment of how I can continue to improve. With that said, let's talk about the tip of the week. So the tip of the week is with summer approaching, we all want to feel tight and toned. Maybe you've heard of this before, maybe you have not, but if you've already heard of this, this is your reminder to live a life with the 80-20 rule. 80% healthy, 20% treats. If you stick to the 80-20 rule, that provides you with freedom and grace and enjoyment. 80% salads and the proper amount of protein and 80% smoothies, 20% McDonald's fries or a greasy hamburger. So if you want more details of the 80-20% rule, there are books about it, there are podcasts about it, there's Pinterest information about it. But that is a rule that I stick to that's really been helping me and it's such an easy way to have freedom with the foods I Intake, grace on the days I live in the 20%, and all around enjoyment. So, tip of the week, stick to the 80-20 rule. Without further ado, let's dive into this juicy, juicy episode. Hey. Well, I don't know about you, but I did not expect you to be back on my podcast so soon. <laughs> well, thank you for having me. So, for those of you that don't know... Katie 
this is our third episode being on. You're the first person I've had back three times, okay? I've not even had one person back yet. But me and you just vibed (laughs) last time. And I was like, there is something about us. I was like, she is such an easy person to have on. We connected way more than I thought we would. Well, thank you. Yeah, that I feel honored. (laughs) Thank you. I have not had every guest back on even twice, so you better feel honored, okay? I do. Um, When I sent you, oh, by the way, for our listeners, if you want to go back and get to know Katie Moore, our guest, she did a podcast about a broken engagement and how to feel heal from that. And then what was your other podcast about? I'm like so blanking. About um, addictions. Oh, yes. She yes. did a podcast about struggling with addiction. And then a broken engagement. Yep. And today we have another juicy subject for you. <laughs> yes, we do. Before we tell the audience what this podcast is going to be about. And by the way, girls, you should be super, super excited because it's a two-parter. Like this is going to be part one. And then next Tuesday will be part two. But um, when I sent you the topic, mm-hmm. what was your emotion? Were you like immediately excited for that? Because you have a lot of knowledge in it. Or were you immediately hesitant? Or were you unsure? Like, how did you mm-hmm. feel about the topic? Because I had an immediate reaction of the topic idea and who I wanted it to be. Like, I wanted to do this with you. Mm-hmm. But I, I had a reaction. What was your reaction? And I'll tell you mine. Yeah. Um, well, I think that, you know, this is a really sensitive topic, not just for us, but I mean, I guess for a lot of people, it can be sensitive. And so um, when I first heard it, I was like, yeah, that's, I mean, I was hesitant, but at the same time, like, I want people to learn from us. Our mistakes. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And so, <laughs> like, I, and me as, as a counselor, like, of course, I want to educate people and um, help as many people as I can. So, I mean, yeah, I was hesitant, but I, I wasn't nervous or anything. Like, I think that, I think that it'll, it'll help a lot of people, hopefully. Oh my goodness. That's interesting that you were hesitant. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know what? Maybe it's because, see, I'm not hesitant to talk about anything anymore Mm -hmm. because I have my own podcast and YouTube channel. Right. And my brand Grown Sexy is talking about the hard stuff. Right. So, but you're coming from, you're like a regular Joe and you're (laughs) like, you want me to talk about what online? (laughs) Well, I mean, I think that um, it's, it's hard to be vulnerable, you know, no matter who you are to a certain degree, it's, it can be hard. So yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for those that are wondering what in the world we're going to talk about, (laughs) we are going to talk about for you guys, toxic relationships. Mm -hmm. This can definitely be talking to the person, you know, you're in your quotations talking phase, but we all know you're already (laughs) dating. Um, the dating phase, a engagement, a relationship with an ex, or you know what? Like, I don't sit, I don't think we can even put marriage in the category because me and you have not been married. So we don't even have to, yeah. that. we're experts on that. Okay. So for married people, if you feel led that this applies to you, that's on you. We did not say that. Okay. <laughs> but me and Katie definitely have talked to people. We have dated, we have had ex and she has been an engagement and so we are here to discuss on this episode um we're going to discuss like how we got into those relationships how to heal from them in the next episode we're going to talk about red flags and how to avoid them it's going to be so so much juice please yeah. get your pen and paper because like take notes I don't know what Katie has but I have good stuff to share <laughs> with you girls okay so let's get started Okay, so you'll go, the way this podcast is going to be set up is I'm not just going to interview Katie because I definitely have my own experience and knowledge to share from this. Mm -hmm. So you'll always go first and then I'll share my side of the story second, okay? Okay. Um, In your personal experience, why have you entered toxic bad relationships? Can you pinpoint to another girl listening what's the problem of why we literally enter such a bad relationship and we're willing to settle? Yeah, I think that, you know, everyone's different from, but from my experience, um, kind of like I was saying before, 
you know, being vulnerable is hard and everyone wants to be loved and valued and cherished. And I think that's why a lot of girls fall into these toxic relationships. It's like, well, it's because we lack that. Yeah. We well, lack that yeah. from our dad or we lack that from our friend group. For yeah. Sure. And we all want to be loved. We all wanted to be wanted. And, um, you know, some people also, you know, they might not have good boundaries set up. They might not know a good, um, you know, like identity, like who you are as a person. Um, like for me, for example, I feel like I didn't really have good boundaries and a good identity of who I was like, and especially with addiction in the mix, like I was very selfish. I was very, um, like, I just want attention. I just want to be loved. I just, I, I don't really care about the other person. It's just about me. Um, you know, I had bad boundaries. And so I think that that's how I kind of fell into a lot of abusive or toxic relationships because I was lacking in those things. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I wrote down, okay. This is <laughs> yes. a bold statement. Spill, I wrote spill down. Spill what? the tea. <laughs> Yeah. This is a bold statement. So I'm like, I wrote this down a week ago as I planned it. So I'm going to read it and okay. then I'll like elaborate on it. Okay. <laughs> But I might piss some girls off reading this. But oh this is from, from my point of view. Like, yeah. you know what? Should me and you kind of go over real fast? Like, like we both, like, form our audience. Me and Katie, you're you're a couple years younger than me. We're both yeah. in our mid-20s. Um, so we definitely, like I have said before, she has even had a broken engagement. Um, I have been in two really toxic relationships where I was even toxic before I'm in the steady three-year relationship I am in now so um so me and Katie definitely like do have experience in this and we like are passionate because we both have come such a far way as women to grow our identity and self-love to now be in healthy relationships Mm -hmm. um but if I had to pinpoint it to the girl listening of what makes you fall in a toxic relationship or what made me it's you lack self-confidence of what you deserve and your character expectations of how you should be treated is low. Ooh, that's good. I'm going to say that again. Like that was so good. And I was like, that's, that's good. Okay. So like me and you, like I'll just reverse it with us. Now we lack self-confidence of what we deserved, which goes back to what you were saying, our identity. We did not have an identity of we are a strong woman. Like we weren't even women, women when we were in toxic (laughs) relationships. Okay. Like a 20 year old girl is not a woman, woman. So we lacked the confidence of what we deserved because we were not women. We were not grounded in love. We did not know self-love. You know, we were not deep rooted in our faith yet. And your character expectations of how you should be treated is low, which definitely goes back to what you said. We lack identity. Mm-hmm. So we were okay with being treated like crap and yeah. treating others like crap. Takes yeah. two to be in a toxic relationship. <laughs> yes, like, it does. Absolutely. If you're in a toxic relationship, like it takes two to tango, takes two to argue, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, the other thing I wrote down is, Oh, I think this is so, so important. So when the flip side to the world that's listening and is like, okay, well, what does self-confidence look like, Macy Mm -hmm. and Katie? Mm -hmm. Or how do you build that character? For me, and then I'm interested to know what you would say to the girl listening of how to build your character. Mm -hmm. But it's when you get confidence from your own accomplishments and self-love. Your confidence in what you deserve is different so mm-hmm. when I wasn't confident in myself and I had no self-love as a 19 year old through 23 year old dating these two ex-bad boyfriends <laughs> like I they definitely had really bad anger problems okay so crazy story one time when I was 23 it was my second boyfriend that I was with like the second bad relationship and um 
and the, the pantry door, you know how some pantry doors don't plop open, but they're like sliding pantry doors? Yeah. Well, the yeah, pantry yeah. door fell off the ridge. So it was like, you know, it fell off the train. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. it bent in. And this guy that I was dating that I was absolutely in love with called the door an effing whore. Okay. <laughs> that was his immaturity response. That was his anger problems. But I didn't have enough self-love for myself and own accomplishments yet as a woman to be like, this is childish behavior. Anyone that calls a door a whore, I can (laughs) count on. No, I just stayed. Um, Another thing that an ex-boyfriend has done is to like, I am homeschooled. You knew that, right? My entire life, I'm homeschooled. So I definitely, I don't know whether it's from homeschooling or not, but I have a speech impediment where I can't pronounce certain words. Like I cannot. And it's, I think it's because I wasn't like raised with society the proper way, or maybe I just have a speech problem for no reason. Okay. But the same boyfriend that called the door a whore, well, he would always call me a ditz in the relationship, which means you're like a dumb blonde or you don't oh, know anything. And I would I get, I would, I would waste my time as like a 23 year old woman arguing with him saying, please don't call me that I'm in college. Please don't call me that. I I am more than a ditz just because I have a speech problem, but I didn't have enough self accomplishments to develop my self love that I stood around for that. And so now as a 28 year old and the past three years, I've been on this self love journey which has provided me to create the mentality of being grown sexy oh my goodness you want to know how I don't tolerate anything less than like good dirty man these days this is a true story okay Mm -hmm. um two days ago I definitely made my boyfriend upset I said something he didn't like it so I went off to teaching he went off to his um he went off to work and he was texting me when I was at the office, like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, like, we want, he wanted to fight through a text message like teenager. <laughs> I blocked him. I was like, if I, he obviously was kind to hurt my feelings. I sent, I didn't have enough self-control. I immediately sent a text back to him at 8 a.m., a snarky, pathetic text back. And then I'm like, what am I doing? I am not a teenager. Nothing's going to be said out of love. both were heated it's over texting we don't understand each other's emotions and I blocked him for five hours just so I had the self-control to not see the text messages and to not text him back then after five hours like at 1 p.m I texted him and said hey if I get home before you I'll make you dinner and he responded normal and said okay but if I get home for you what do you want for dinner and we were back to normal but I was the mature person, unlike I used to be, to not tolerate any bullcrap yeah. from a man because I now have so much love for myself because I'm like, I'm a YouTuber. I'm a podcaster. I am about to graduate college. Like, I'm a dog mom. I'm, <laughs> I don't have time for silly text messages. So I blocked him. I have never blocked a in my life before. But <laughs> hack, if your boyfriend ever wants to argue with you when you're at work, block him. <laughs> To this day, my boyfriend does not know I did that. I don't know what nasty things he might have said during those five hours, but it doesn't matter because I know he was angry, you know? Right. Yeah. No, that's good. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. I just thought that was such a funny story. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so I think, you know, your, your self-confidence comes from accomplishments and that's yeah. how you get your self-love and identity. Um, obviously, we're taking away how we're both Christians from that, you know? Right. Um, yeah. What about you? Do you have any advice of how you get your confidence? What has that journey of confidence looked like for you? Yeah, well, I mean, for me, um, anyone who's listened to the other two podcasts know that like my faith is extremely important to me. So I I don't really think that I measure my self-confidence with like achievements necessarily. Like that just does help me. But for me, you know, like I, when looking at my identity, I really kind of honed in on like who I am, who God says I am, um, and who, you know, my friends say, what my friends say about me. Um, and that, you know, just kind of goes back to 
when I was in like bad relationships, my, and even when I was in my engagement, like my identity was this person and I didn't know who I was. And I think I talked about that on the other podcast. Like I didn't know who I was without this person. And that's not, that's toxic. That's really not okay. Um, so, you know, that I kind of just, it, it took a while to kind of build my identity back up. It's like, okay, well, I'm a child of God and I'm a daughter and I am um, a hamster mom and I'm a teacher and I'm a grad student and I um, am very, like, I've, I've made a good life for myself. And um, it just, I mean, it, t- it takes a while to undo those wires that were you know in place wires of identity yeah wires of identity yeah yeah and the the boundary problems you know like it it takes it takes time to unwire what you've been taught and so I guess it just took a little while for me to like un unwire them to to cut the ties that were unhealthy and um build them back up but it's really I think you're ahead of me because it took me 26 years. I did not <laughs> find self-love and know yeah. my worth is between me and God and not what, not how a guy treats me, not how mm. a friend gossips about me. My, my worth is between me and God. Um, yeah. Like I am a Christian. And so like, it's my relationship with God. Like you were saying, we are, chi- we believe that we're children of God and it's what God says about us and, God's accomplishments through my life have given me more faith. For and sure. so it's like, it took me though, until I was 25 to like, I think like I've told you before, that's when I start my YouTube channel to help others with vision boards. And I just like 180 to my life when I was 25. Cause I just woke up and was like, I don't like who I am. I'm yeah. pounds overweight. I'm begging boys on Tinder to give me attention. I go to church, but I'm not even paying attention to the sermons. Mm-hmm. I'm such a stagnant person and I hate this. And so yeah. it all began with creating a vision board. And that's what led me to uh, creating a YouTube channel. Cause my first three YouTube videos was about how to create a vision board. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then a year later, as I lost 20 pounds, started taking notes again, when I went to church, like started reading good books again, uh, my boyfriend said, you should make a vision board company because all of my friends were wanting my vision boards. And uh, I decided, oh, well, I would want to change my YouTube name to the vision board company. And so ultimately, the vision board company is grown sexy. Mm-hmm. But it's right now not a vision board company. I'm just growing my community first. Yeah. But right. yeah, so it's definitely, it took me 25 years, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it takes time, you know, and it's no one like that's the thing we're talking to you girls about confidence and self-love, but it's like, it might be this podcast that can open your eyes. It might be a billboard you see tomorrow that opens your eyes, or it might be your next breakup. Like, but no one can ever force you to have that drive to be a hustle woman to have faith in a God in your own relationship and have that identity to stop wanting it from boys. Like it stinks. No one can tell you to grow up until it's just that desire from your heart, you know, like over and over until I was 25, you know, like elderly people from my church would say, Macy, stop chasing boys. That's a waste of your time. Or like, you know, my parents would say, this isn't a good habit of, you wearing this for attention Mm -hmm. like it's it's like no one it's sad because the girls listening that know that they're stuck in self in lack of self-confidence or a lack of character it might be this podcast that changes them that is that turnaround but like it might not and the sad thing is like it's just in their own journey and your own timing like I don't know how old it was for you, but for me, it was 25 and it was the shutdown of COVID that made me realize I'm stagnant. So hopefully this podcast for those listening, though, you know, is a stepping stone to you being on that journey if you're lacking that self-confidence. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, definitely the first, the first step is acceptance. I mean, um, I remember in school, they tell us, you know, like if you have a counseling uh, client, 
that comes to you it's like well and they say well so and so made me come here it's like okay well if you don't want to be here and you don't think you have a problem there's there's no point you know <laughs> even being here so it's kind of the same thing i like that you said that like you have to want to change and if you don't then there's not really anything anyone and it's only from your heart and yeah your journey your timing yeah um so yeah um number two to the girls that's listening and she knows she's in a toxic relationship whether that might be he hits her or he breaks up with her every other month or he calls her the b word what do you want to say to that girl listening to this podcast from someone that has been in that kind of degrading relationship, mm-hmm. what do you want to say to her? She's in it. Whether that yeah. he just, they're unequally yoked because he's not Christian and she is, or he just calls her a ditz like I've been called. What do you want to say to that girl? Yeah, I think that um, there's a way out. You know, like it, it, seem, it might seem like there's no way out or that, this is fine what's happening but you feel like something's wrong deep down like there's a way out and there's always you can always turn around and go back the other way um what I wrote down just kind of where what we were just talking about is like acceptance and you know you might have to go through those stages of grief you know once you say okay I want out of this like yeah, it's gonna suck. Like, I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie. Like, you know, it's, it's grief. You're, you lost a relationship. And especially if you're in that place where you don't have a good sense of identity, you don't know what self care is, you don't have good boundaries. Like, yeah, it's gonna suck for a little bit. But like, there is hope, and there's a way out. And like, it does get better. And, you know, hopefully this podcast does like show people that and they can surround themselves with like a support system that will prove that you know that that there is a way out and there is hope and it gets better what I wrote down is and it was kind of picking back on what I already said Mm -hmm. unfortunately no one can convince you or give you that inner motivation to break things off but if I had to say something to the girl listening that knows she's in a bad relationship I would say, even if you are not a Christian or you're not spiritual, there's this Bible verse. And someone did this for me when I was going through a breakup from a toxic guy. And I'll always remember this. Mm -hmm. Um, Corinthians 13 says the definition of love. And you can know that this is love, even if you don't believe in God or a higher power. But it says love is patient. Love is kind. Mm -hmm. Does not envy. Does not boast. It is not in the wrong. It does not seek itself. And this lady, when I was 23, going through the bad breakup, um, she said, is your ex any of these things? Was he patient? And I was like, well, he called the door an effing whore. I'm going <laughs> to say no. She goes, was he kind? Again, the door was a whore. So <laughs> was he self-seeking? Like, yes, he would put himself above me and call me a ditz to make himself feel more powerful. And even though I did not like that, did not help me get over him seeing the list of how he was not loved, but I knew in my head that it was true. I was like, Oh yeah, he is not love. So I would say to the girl that's in a bad relationship, however you describe a bad relationship, you can Google, like, if you don't have a Bible because you're not a Christian, Google Corinthians 13, and it says 10 different things what love is. Mm-hmm. And if your significant other is not any of those things, or if he's only even five of those things, five out of the 10, that's toxicity. That is yeah. such a good chart. And I'm going to teach my daughters that someday. Yeah, like, this is the charge of toxicity. He needs to be all these 10 things. Definitely, sometimes he's not patient. Definitely, sometimes he is self-seeking because we're all. But there's this overall theme that he is love. There's this overall theme he is kind and patient. So that's what I would say to the girl listening is use Corinthians 13 to judge the toxicity. Yeah, I really like that. I Isn't that cool? Have you ever heard of that before? Yeah, that's I, I don't remember what it was, but I think I was at some kind of church 
uh, I don't know if it was a retreat or like some kind, I don't know if it was just a sermon, but like, yeah, it said, take your partner's name and put that in the verse. Yeah, that's what this lady told me. It's just so cool. Like, yeah, I really like that. And I like how you pointed out, like, not everyone is perfect all the time. Like, we're we're all flawed, but you know, that, that theme that's important. It's a you know. theme. Yeah. yeah. It shouldn't sure. be the character of the door's a whore because the door broke. Like that's, that's the theme of that relationship. right? Yeah. There. That's not the theme of first Corinthians 13. Right. So, right. Yeah. But I yeah, was like crying and crying over this boy. Yeah. That, that would call me a ditz at 23 and and this lady from college that I went to she met me at Starbucks to talk to me about it because she was sick of me crying and she (laughs) gave me that verse and she gave me that advice and I've never heard it before but when we were creating this podcast outline I was like oh my goodness this is what I would tell that girl Here on the Grown Sexy Podcast, we believe in collaboration over competition. That's why we're so passionate about featuring you on this platform. Whether you're an entrepreneur, you have a side hustle, or you're just a plain go-getter that embraces the Grown Sexy attitude. You can access the Grown Sexy team by reaching out on our Instagram, which is Grown Sexy Brand, or simply comment on this podcast your interest, and I'd love to connect and help you share your story to inspire the Grown Sexy community. Your voice matters, your story is important, and the Grown Sexy podcast would love to feature you. So talk us through how you have properly and healthily healed from the past traumas of a toxic relationship. What are three steps you would recommend to someone listening that needs to be healing? What are your thoughts? Yeah, so I wrote down four. Oops, but um, <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> um, that's not loud. I have to kick you off my podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that you know we've kind of gone through a lot of these, but okay. um, you know, like self care is super important. I think that. Um, learning how to figure out what your needs are and really um, be able to take care of those are really important. Um, And then your support system is also something that's huge. You can't go without a support system. Um, You know, you talked about that in your previous podcast, by the way, my audience, we keep referencing these previous podcasts. (laughs) They're like five weeks before this one. And they're both under featuring Katie and one is addiction featuring Katie, and one is broken engagement featuring Katie. Write those go, down. Go if listen. You know Katie's story more, go back and listen because we keep referencing those. But in her addiction podcast, she mentioned her support group mm-hmm. of others that share her same addiction. Yeah. And you said that changed the game with healing from that. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, even from, you know, relationships, I think that um, just surrounding yourself with good friends, safe people, um, that you trust and that you, um, trust their, their wisdom and their guidance. Uh, that's really important. And then, you know, like I always say, I, I support counseling. I think everybody should go to counseling at some point. You don't really have to be like super messed up to to go to counseling. So I always will suggest that, um, and honestly, just, you know, give yourself love, give yourself grace. It's, it's hard and it sucks, but, um, you know, you'll, you'll get through it. It's, it'll happen. What about so, you? um, I actually wrote down just two different stories okay. of how, since I grew as a person, what I did to even bring me healing, but also, so before I met my current boyfriend, Dawson, that I've been with for now in one week, it'll be three years. Ooh. Um, before I met him, oh my goodness. Okay, so it was the phase <laughs> of Tinder. Have you ever done Tinder? Ugh, yeah, it's awful. That's addicting. It's, I mean, it you is. get addicted, right? 
Yeah. Because you like if they swipe right on you, okay? It gives you validation that you're pretty. It does, yes. And then if they definitely text you first, that's another validation that mm-hmm. maybe you're wanted in the world. <laughs> um, so, oh my gosh, Tinder, Tinder, Tinder. Uh, oh my gosh. That awful. was a whole addiction season in my life for one year. And um, I abused it. I am so, so thankful to say that I've, I, when you immediately think I abused it, you think, oh, wow, she probably slept with 20 guys. Never slept with any guys, only kissed two, okay? Super yeah. proud of myself because I dated 24, okay? <laughs> In one year, I dated 24 guys. It, and Good, obviously, though. they kept breaking up with me because I wouldn't sleep with him. <laughs> um, Don't you hate when that happens? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, it probably saved me because I, I don't yeah. think I was smart enough to be on birth control through that addiction season. So I probably yeah. would have gotten pregnant. Because <laughs> so, um, addictions cloud your judgment and you're not very stable when you're addicted to love. Agreed. So um, with these, how I would use Tinder through the one year that I was just like super, like I was just begging for a guy to love me because I came out of that relationship where the guy called me a ditz. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he called doors whores. And so it was such a tearing down relationship. And he broke up with me the day before Thanksgiving. And so it was like heartbreaking, heartbreaking. Um, oh my gosh. You kind of know what I'm talking about. Remember when I had to live with your yeah. friend? That was that breakup. Oh, yeah. So I, I was that. in a big depression. Oh, that was rough. This guy. Oh, and yeah. uh, I'm really trying not to say his name. I was over a big depression with this guy as a 23-year-old, and I lived with Katie's best friend through that season because I was Mm -hmm. so suicidal. I was, like, in bed, couldn't take showers, starving myself because I put all of my love in this guy, and at the end of the day, he broke up with me right before a holiday, and all I was is a ditz. So, it, like, bad, bad. So, whenever I, quotation marks, got over him, I, for the first time in my life, as like a 24-year-old, downloaded Tinder, Ugh. which is the devil itself because yes. it is made to be addicting. It is made to downgrade you because mm-hmm. you're not, you're like swiping right on you does not give you value. It's probably a guy just lusting after you. And that's backwards logic that that gave you value that, yes. he, you know, thought you were a hot piece of meat. So. <laughs> The way I use Tinder, though, is once a week, I would go on dates looking for a guy to love me, and I would just blow off all of my friends for Tinder dates. Uh, If I had, like, an appointment to hang out with someone, but a Tinder date came up, I would just ignore that friend, go on a Tinder date. Like, I was addicted to going on these dates, having these guys maybe treat me special until they realized I wasn't looking for sex, and then they Mm -hmm. break up with me. Yeah. Um, So pandemic happened the silence made me realize I don't want to live stagnant anymore way before that though I broke the addiction of tinder but there are these two gentlemen that I realized I abused on tinder and I reached out to them two years later Katie I reached out to them when I was like 26 and one guy I met on Christian Mingle actually for the love of God, I cannot remember his name. He was like Andrew or Ben. It was a standard guy's name. But um, <laughs> yeah. he, he, he definitely was so, so sweet. I like obviously begged him to love me and be my future husband. He, he, uh, I don't know. He was just like so willing to talk to me through my breakup. He talked mm-hmm. to me through my depression thoughts. But whenever a different guy came along on Tinder that was hotter than the Christian Mingle guy, I ghosted the Christian Mingle guy because I discovered Tinder. And I remember he, like, he really liked me, though. He wanted a genuine friendship, but I was just using him to get temporary love. Right. So what I did was um, he, so, you know, we talked on and off for two months. I ghosted the Christian Mingle guy. Two years later, I realized it was just heavy on my heart that I was mean to him. And so I did not have his phone number anymore. I was not friends with him on Facebook anymore. Like, I totally forgot his name. But I had a letter he sent me with his address on it. So I wrote him a note, like a letter. And I said, hey, I just want to let you know. And this was through the pandemic. I said, I just want to let you know that, like, 
I was a person you talked to two years ago online. I hope you're happy and healthy. I have matured as a person. I am not that same woman. I am so sorry I abused your kindness and I was just using you. And it felt so, so liberating. And to this day, I've never heard from him. I don't know if he ever got the letter. I don't know if he moved and so a stranger got the letter. I don't know if he got the letter and he was super grateful because it was an answer to prayer for that closure. I don't know. But I know that I did my part. And like, it was, it was four years ago. I don't even remember this guy's name, but I clearly know that he wanted a real friendship meeting online. And I just wanted him to give me attention and he wasn't giving me enough attention. So I downloaded Tinder. So I wrote that guy a letter. And then within the same week, I was like, I was just feeling so disgusted with how I used Tinder and abused these men. Mm -hmm. Um, There was this guy again, forget his name. But we went on a date to Applebee's, okay? He ended up telling me a couple things about his family of how, like, one of his family was involved in bad stuff, okay? Like, I don't remember if it was drugs or, like, they were in jail. But there was a red flag within the first date. And so he paid $40 for the Applebee's meal. I'm not kidding. I went home and I blocked him from everything. Blocked him from Snapchat. Blocked him from Facebook didn't even give the guy closure because I was like well he's obviously not my future husband because he has like a sister who's into drugs and I was just super snobby only seeking him for that attention realized he wasn't good husband material so I blocked him on everything which is unhumanizing that's ridiculous yeah but that's what tinder is it's unhumanizing it is in a way this guy called me that same night I answered he called me on a different person's phone He said, why did you block me? Like, I'm so confused. He obviously liked me. And I said, look, I blocked you because, like, I don't like how there's this red flag. Anyway, he ended up crying on the phone because he was genuine. And I kind of felt bad. Like, I was a selfish person back then as a 23-year-old. I was trying to heal from the guy that kept calling me a ditz. So we ended up hanging up, and that was that. So through the pandemic, two years later, I'm, like, 25, the only other guy that I still have on Snapchat from my Tinder experience is the Applebee's guy. We <sighs> haven't talked in three years, but I'm like, I'm going to send him a Snapchat video of apologizing. Yeah. So I sent him a Snapchat video and I said, hey, I don't know if you're going to get this, but this is more personal than texting you this. Yeah. I said, I want to say sorry. I didn't treat you like a human I blocked you after you spent $40 on me. I'm really improving. I created a vision board for myself. I'm on a healthy weight loss diet. I said, I'm doing great. I hope you're doing great in life. And I just wanted to let you know, I'm sorry for treating you like shit. Mm. And he face videoed me back on Snapchat. Uh He said, you have no idea how much this means to you because you did treat me like dirt. And it's really, really awesome to see you turn the corner and change. So I wish you all the happiness. Oh, that's so cool. And so, um, so yeah, those are two different areas where I reached back out to two different guys I abused online. Yeah. And, and, and that was just such healing and such a growth for me. So, um, you know, that's going to look different for any girl listening, whether, you know, you have ditched a tender guy that you're still Snapchat friends with, or maybe you were sleeping with a guy that he wanted a relationship with you and you knew that, but you just kept sleeping with him to, to take advantage of that. Like if there's someone that you need to apologize to, or you need to write a letter to like, obviously it's in your timing and you can't do it just because I said it worked for me for healing, mm-hmm. yeah. but it's a natural healing response to men, broken relationships. And so So yeah, I would just encourage the girl listening if she needs to heal from a bad Tinder relationship or a bad ex-fiance, you know, like maybe it's even writing that letter just for yourself and putting it under the bed that you forgive him. Or maybe it's talking to the counselor for the first time about how you need to work on your heart and forgive him. Um, Or maybe it's reaching out to them personally. Like for me, it's going to be different for everyone, but I think you need to heal from those relationships and that's an action it's not just getting over it you know it's doing something about it yeah no I agree I think that um yeah I've done that a few times in my in my 12-step recovery program like one of the um 
steps is making amends and you know like you said sometimes that's you know indirect you know you're not gonna reach out to somebody but writing that do not send letter or um if it is sending like I I know that one time I sent video apologies to people that I have hurt or um you know just whatever that means for you yeah you're right like it's it's different for everybody, but it's so healing. Like it's, I mean, it sounds like I remember the first time I heard about it, I was like, that's just so stupid. Like, why would I do that? But it's, it really is so healing to just forgive them, you know, or forgive yourself for hurting somebody. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. What is a resource you recommend for a girl that needs to heal from a past toxic relationship? Podcast, book, What's your go-to resource that you want to share with her before we close? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so something that I have used a couple times um, in that stage of my life is is called uh, behavioral health response. And they're kind of like, I mean, I guess you can compare it to a suicide hotline, but it's not just for like suicidal people it's for really like anything it's and I'm pretty sure they have like licensed counselors working there and you can just call them it's a free service um they're open 24 7 and you can just like talk to them and they'll give advice or they'll like recommend stuff for you have you used that before dealing with your addiction or broken engagement yeah I have I've called a few times and I haven't had a bad uh, experience with them they're just they're really nice um, they're like, I'm a regular now they know my social <laughs> no 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 but they're really nice um I, the number I can give it on air it's uh 314-469-6644 and I think that you can like google you can probably just google behavioral health response and you can find the number but in case anybody wants to write it down who recommended that resource to you? How did you hear about it? Um, your 12-step recovery program? No, I think it was Alyssa, one of our mutual friends. Okay, nice. Yeah. Okay, so I have a podcast and a book for the girl that needs yeah. to do some healing. Okay, so also take notes, Katie. Not that yes. you like, not saying you're a train wreck. These <laughs> are just good girly resources, okay? Um, the podcast is Go Getter Girl. Uh-huh. So it is so funny. I swear this girl thinks I'm crazy because I don't know. Have you been keeping up with me on social media lately where I'm advertising my planner called Go Get a Girl Planner? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's this girl in Florida that has this planning company and it's like hot pink, baby purple, Ooh. light blue. And she has this planner called Go Get a Girl. So she has this podcast called Go Get a Girl to go with her planning company. Okay. Uh-huh. And um, she loves to fake tan like me. She <laughs> loves her nails done like me. She is such an extra girly girl like me. And, like, we're the same age. And, obviously, I'm obsessed with planning. Uh-huh. A non-negotiable for me is I write down my work to-dos, my personal to-dos, my movements, my prayer. Like, every day I write out my intentions of that day because it just really helps me prioritize my time. And I'm addicted to the endorphins when I check it off the list. Yeah. So um, I'm friends with her on Instagram, and I've definitely reached out to her and saying, you're my twin. Like, I love everything you love. <laughs> she definitely thinks I'm weird. She's like this pathetic blonde girl because she's a brunette. She probably just thinks I'm a copycat, but I'm the blonde version of her. <laughs> um, but she has this podcast called Go Get Her Girl. There's uh-huh. only like 20 episodes and then she ended it, but it is the best 20 episodes. They're only like 20 minutes long, but this is the very first podcast I ever listened to. Um, I listened to the Go Get a Girl podcast because I heard it was part of her planning company. And um, it's all about how you need to be a go-getter, how you need to be a hustler, how you need to have your own identity, how you need to have self-love. Mm. And it's such simple little sermons from her about being a go-getter girl and I love it and it's so comprehensible so motivational um obviously I'm biased though because I have her planner myself and I'm obsessed with her but (laughs) go get a girl okay and then the book is by um Sadie Robertson Duck Dynasty's daughter it's her latest book called Live 
and it's a light pink cover, huge white letters, live, L-I-V-E. And uh, she wrote it two years before the pandemic, but it got published the day of the shutdown in Missouri. Wow. Which she said is so ironic because the world is shutting down when her book, Live, is coming out. And <laughs> the pandemic was opposite of living. You know, the pandemic is don't show your face and don't hug others. Right. And she wrote this book called Live, and it came out during the shutdown. But that book... I've read it straight through. It's all about just how you should live life to the fullest, live life abundantly. Like God has put us on this earth to live, Mm -hmm. to not like go about these pandemic measures at all. (laughs) Like no touching and isolation, you know, like not that at all. So anyway, live the book by Sadie Robertson and then the podcast, Go Get a Girl. Those are hands down such easy, simple resources. Yeah, I'll have to go check that out. I I know I follow Sadie on Instagram, and she always has such great things. And now she's a mom, which is crazy. Yeah, I know. It's like I remember when she was like a teenager. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, well, she was famous when she was like. Yeah. She was famous when she was like a teenager. Like she became a big deal when she was like sixteen. She was like the girl Justin Bieber. I always compared her to. <laughs> That's a really you know, like big, she just blew big. up like Justin Bieber as a teenager, but she was yeah. the girl. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny. Um. Well, thank you so much, obviously, for just discussing everything with me, for listening to my crazy stories um, <laughs> of how I repaired tender relationships and did the guy Christian mingle. Um. But for those ladies listening, like, obviously, our own triggers might not be your triggers. What we intake as toxic might not be toxic to you. So take what we said as a grain of salt. But we did give you good resources that have helped us. um, And you can always refer back to 1 Corinthians 13 for that to be your staple of what love truly is. And obviously being grown sexy is about finding that confidence, being obsessed with your potential through the addiction, ex-fiancés and bad relationships. So we really hope this encouraged you and um, come back next week because we're going to have Katie on again and we're going to talk about the other half of toxic relationships. Part two. Part two. (laughs) See you next week, Katie. Be there or be square. Thanks for listening to the Grown Sexy Podcast with Macy Victoria. Subscribe for new episodes every Tuesday, available on Spotify and iTunes.